Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily, and it's a big day. July 27th, 2018, there is big news regarding UFOs. Some new documents from the government have been revealed. Let me explain. Now, you ought to know that last December, the Pentagon finally admitted that for years they have been studying and trying to back-engineer exotic UFO debris. The project was called ATIP, which stands for the Advanced Aviation Threat Identification Program. And the main politician behind that program was Senator Harry Reid, the Senate Majority Leader from the state of Nevada. And the number one private sector company that was hired to work on this project, back engineering this stuff, was Bigelow Aerospace in Las Vegas, Nevada. And the work was primarily taking place in modified buildings around the city of Las Vegas in Nevada. So it is not surprising that Nevada journalist George Knapp was the one who was able to get his hands on these documents. Of course, George Knapp has been breaking UFO news for many, many years. He is a reporter for KLAS here in Las Vegas. He's also a weekend host on Coast to Coast AM. And ever since this whole program was announced, the Advanced Aviation Threat Identification Program, thousands of people have been putting in Freedom of Information Act requests, trying to get more info, and they've all been denied. It's like, what good is <laughs> what good is the FOIA if they just get denied all the time? So I'm not sure how George Knapp got these two new documents. Um, who knows? But they were, you know, this is a story that he broke, and one of these is a letter that Senator Harry Reid wrote to the Deputy Secretary of Defense, in which he's talking about the progress of this project and how it has been so successful that he is asking for a whole new uh, special access program to be created to restrict access to this stuff that they have found. And he explains why, and, I'm, and we're going to go over that in, in detail in a minute. And the other document is a specific list of 38 different topics that they have been exploring as a part of this project, along with the scientist in charge of that topic and the organization that scientist is with. And of course, all of these scientists were sworn to secrecy. And so frankly, I don't know if some of them are uh, pretty stressed out today because maybe some of their colleagues are not going to like the idea that they've been keeping the secret that they're working on some of this UFO stuff. So to be honest with you, I, legally, I, I could certainly give those names out, but I don't even think I want to do that. Now, I will tell you how to, to access these documents for yourself. But anyway, let's just jump right into these. And what I want to do is I'm going to read through first the letter that Senator Harry Reid wrote to the Honorable William Lynch the third, yeah, looks like the third, uh, Deputy Secretary of Defense. This is dated June 24th, 2009. 
So I'm going to read parts of this and then I'm going to pause and give a little commentary. So it says, Dear Secretary Lynn, and this is on official letterhead, of course, from the United States Senate, Washington, D.C. Dear Secretary Lynn, beginning this past September, the U.S. Senate has mandated that the Defense Intelligence Agency assess far-term foreign advanced aerospace threats to the United States. The scope of the program interest covers from the present out to 40 years and beyond. In order to further our effort in recognizing emerging disruptive aerospace technologies, technical studies are being conducted in regard to advanced lift, propulsion, the use of unconventional materials and controls, signature reduction, weaponry, human interface, and human effects. Paragraph number two. Since the Advanced Aerospace Threat and Identification Program and study were first commissioned, much progress has been made with the identification of several highly sensitive, unconventional, aerospace-related findings. Given the current rate of success, the continued study of these subjects will likely lead to technology advancements that in the immediate near term will require extraordinary protection. Due to the sensitivities of the information surrounding aspects of this program, I require your assistance in establishing a restricted special access program with a bigoted access list for specific portions of ATIP. So again, let me let me stress. He says, "Listen, we've had such success here, such progress identifying these highly sensitive, unconventional." aerospace related things we now need to take this to another level of classification and and restricted access so now he goes on to say in order to support this national effort a small but highly specialized cadre of department of defense and private sector individuals are necessary these individuals must be specialized in the areas of advanced sciences sensors, intelligence-slash-counterintelligence, and advanced aerospace engineering. Given the likelihood that these technologies will be applied to future systems involving spaceflight, weapons, communications, and propulsion, the standard management and safeguarding procedures for classified information are not sufficient. Even the use of conventional special access program protocols will not adequately ensure that all aspects of the project are properly secured. Although not every aspect of ATIP requires restricted special access, read on the following portions should be maintained at the restricted access level. So again, now let me pause again. So he's saying not just, well, we found some, some metal and we're looking at it, and you know, we're not sure where it came from. No, he's saying this is so incredible what we found here that this is going to be applied to systems involving spaceflight, weapons, communication, propulsion. I mean, 
he's saying like we found something that's going to change the way we do all that stuff to such a degree we have got to really clamp down on who has access to this stuff all right so th- consider the magnitude of what he's, he's stating here so then he goes on uh, with a bulletin point saying um, the methodology used to identify acquire study and engineer the advanced technologies associated with ATIP. And let's see here. I'm going to skip a little bit. He says, um, undue attention by government or private sector entities not involved in ATIP or any international interest will directly or indirectly interfere with the daily ATIP mission and perhaps threaten the overall success of the program. So again, he's saying, you know, and and there's some other stuff here saying, basically, we want to make sure that this doesn't fall into foreign hands, which we'll get to that a little later in the doc because he comes back to that point. Uh, Another bulletin point, allocation of personnel support and oversight. Uh, Due to the highly specialized nature of the personnel involved with ATIP, the overt acknowledgement of their participation in the program will lead to an unnecessary security and counterintelligence risk. Okay, so Paul, so he's saying anybody who's involved with this needs to be kept secret because essentially if others find out that person is involved, then that person will become targeted, whether it's just by, you know, a nosy neighbor or some kind of spy from another country. So, you know, we don't even want that word out to to protect that person. Uh, He goes on to say occasional assistance from specialized individuals within the Department of Defense, the scientific community, or academia may be necessary from time to time based on demonstrated subject matter expertise. Adequate protection of their identities or affiliation is critical to avoid unnecessary scrutiny. All right, so he's really pushing this point home, you know, that we have to make sure that anybody who's associated with this is kept secret for everybody's benefit. Um... Let's see here. And and he really just keeps hammering that point home. All right. So now let's go to this next bulletin head, application and engineering. This is really interesting to me. He says, the nuanced manner in which some of these technologies will be collected, engineered, and applied by the U.S. may require senior level government approval. These decision makers must be afforded the necessary time to make strategic decisions by restricting access to the, quote, big picture or overall intent of the program to those on a strict bigoted list. Okay, so what he's saying here is that some of these decisions using this technology are going to be so important that it's going to take time for people in power positions to to think about this and that they don't need the whole world knowing about what's happening because then they're going to have all these political pressures that might influence them but this is what this is the part that i find uh really significant associated exotic technologies let me repeat that okay he just said exotic technologies now what the hell do you think that means What does an exotic technology mean to you listening to this podcast right now? He says associated exotic technologies likely involve 
extremely sophisticated concepts within the world of quantum mechanics, nuclear science, electromagnetic theory, gravitics, and thermodynamics. Given that all of these have the potential to be used with catastrophic effects by our adversaries, an unusually high degree of operational security and read-on discretion is required. Whoa! Did you hear what he just said? That this stuff that they have discovered is so exotic that it could be used to produce catastrophic effects by our adversaries, by our enemies, by other countries. That right there explains to you why the entire UFO and alien phenomena has always been covered up by the United States government in particular. But all governments view it the same way. And, and to be honest with you, I can't blame them. I mean, yeah, I, if, if they've discovered something that is so powerful that it could just neutralize you know, the Earth in a, in a second then I can see why that you would want to make sure that doesn't fall into the hands of the next Adolf Hitler, right? So look, I'm not criticizing the government for keeping some of this stuff secret. I do understand how, you know, they're in a very tough position. They have to balance, you know, the the way that this technology is used. But that that statement right there, that should go down in the history books for anybody who is involved in ufology or for that matter for all human beings it's so important that i want to read it one more time okay associated exotic technologies likely involve extremely sophisticated concepts within the world of quantum physics nuclear science electromagnetic theory gravitics and thermodynamics given that all of these have the potential to be used with catastrophic effects by adversaries an unusually high degree of operational security and read on discretion is required i'm telling you that's mind-boggling that's that's to me that tells you right there they've got some kind of technology from another world that is powerful beyond belief and uh that's you know what more do you need right so anyway he but he goes on he says due to the expertise required to carry out the objectives of this program we will require a small specialized group of department of defense personnel who are dedicated to performing the special access uh related functions and executing programming requirements blah blah blah. so he says it's essential that the military personnel and everybody have um uh the ability to go in and and enforce this special access program and he says these individuals all currently possess the appropriate security clearances and are already providing some unique support to ATIP so now he sums this up by saying ultimately the results of ATIP will not only benefit the U.S. government, but I believe will directly benefit the Department of Defense in ways not yet imagined. Whoa! That's another one of those. What is he talking about? Not yet imagined? You know, we live in a pretty imaginative world, don't we? 
You know, you, you go sit down and watch a 3D movie with, uh, you know, Thor flying around and dragons and wormholes and, you know, all this. Not yet imagined. He says the technological insight and capability gained will provide the U.S. with a distinct advantage over any foreign threats and allow the U.S. to maintain its preeminence as a world leader. Thank you in advance for your time and consideration of this request, blah, blah, blah. Signed, Harry Reid, United States Senator. And there are some attachments here, and some of this stuff is redacted, which is interesting, but not at all surprising. Okay, so that's document number one, okay? Yeah, I mean, mind-boggling. So guess what? Document number two tells us. Document number two, you know, they're, they're, the rumor has been out there for a while, and some people have come forth and, and made presentations. I think like Dr. Hal put off saying, like, here are some of the topics that scientists are working on related to what they've discovered here at ATIP. But we now actually have a document that has 38 different topics. This is a government document with uh, th- 38 different topics that they have been exploring within ATIP. And I'm not going to read all 38 of them, but I I do want to share several of them with you. Not surprisingly, there's a lot of stuff here, like advanced space propulsion. Okay, how about this one? Invisibility cloaking. Uh, Again, I've got the doctor's name and the university right here in front of me, but uh, again, I'm not, I don't want my voice to be out there in the world saying this person's name. Um, you can go look at this document for yourself. I'll tell you how to see it, and you'll have all the information. Here, How about this topic? Wormholes in space-time. Hmm, interesting. That sounds familiar, doesn't it? If you've been studying some of the stuff I've been talking about with space-time anomalies here on planet Earth. Gravity wave communication. How about this one? Warp drives, dark energy, and dimensions. Uh, Wouldn't you like to know what that report's all about? That's number 19. Get a load of this, number 20 on the list. Brain-machine interfaces. Oh, boy. You know, that's a good one. Doesn't that remind you of all these stories you've heard about the control panels and these UFOs where they just sort of place their hands down or, or even... Maybe not even do that. Use some kind of telepathic interface to control the craft. Of course, it also reminds me a little bit of some of our radionic stuff, but that's a different story. Number 25 on the list, laser weapons. That's not surprising. 26, now this is a good one. This is a good one. Number 26, quantum entanglement communication. Yeah. That's some good stuff. We're talking about the idea that you can actually communicate instantaneously regardless of distance in space. So that means just on on your you know your little civilian level here, I mean that means you might see a day where you don't have to sit there and wait for the internet to to have you know a, a buffering episode or you know, you're waiting to get something uploaded or downloaded no, everything is instant that's what that means i've talked about this in other podcasts quantum entanglement communication uh 
Number 36 on the list is ultra capacitors as energy and power storage devices. What the heck is an ultra capacitor? I'd love to know what that one is. Now, I will tell you that that one, the guy who uh, is their expert on that one is with Lockheed Martin. Mm-hmm. So that what that shows you is, you know, they're obviously trying to figure out how to get a capacitor, or maybe they have figured out how to get a capacitor that will provide such an incredible amount of energy that these ships can fly all over the darn universe. And uh, that'd be real nice to have one of those in your backyard hooked to your house, wouldn't it? Uh, Number 37 is negative mass propulsion. (laughs) That sounds like a fun one. Negative mass propulsion, producing a force that just pulls you through. But here's the one that people are going to be talking about for years and years and years. On the list of the 38, number 38, the very last one, is redacted. Huh? So so here I here here is this list of 38 topics talking about some of the craziest stuff you can imagine. Invisibility cloaking, wormholes in space-time, gravity wave communication, warp drives, brain machine interfaces, quantum entanglement communication, laser weapons, ultra capacitors, all and yet there's something here that's redacted. I mean, there's there's something that just goes beyond all that stuff to such a degree. They're like, well, now that one, that's too friggin' far. Boom. Uh-uh. It almost, I mean, I, you know what? I got goosebumps right now. It, it, it really does. It makes the hair stand up on my arms imagining, <sighs> imagining what's in there. What a day. What a day. I never thought I'd live to see a real, authentic, credible set of documents like that. So, I know you want to read these documents for yourself. Well, I'm going to make that easy for you. If you go to my website, joshuapwarren.com, there is no period after the P. Go to joshuapwarren.com, scroll down the homepage. And at the bottom, you'll see a place where you can download these documents as PDFs and you can read all the details and all the names and all that stuff for yourself. And I want to point out that it was if, if anybody's to be blamed for releasing this stuff, it's George Knapp. Go after him. Don't mess with me. George Knapp put this out there. JoshuaPWarren.com. And when you're, when you're there on my website, um, I want you to know I'm constantly updating it. As a matter of fact, I got just a couple days ago some new UFO pictures from Puerto Rico from the Ojunque Rainforest. And I am uh, in the process of analyzing those. I'm going to be posting those soon as well, so be sure to keep checking back. But if you go to the homepage for now, you scroll down, you'll see a place to get these PDFs. And, uh, and, you know, I got to plug my website. You know, there's all kinds of good free content, great video, great reports, pictures, and um, reports about UFOs and aliens and ghosts and cryptids and psychic phenomena and radionics and mind machines and all this kind of stuff is there. Also, while you're at my website, 
please click the link to my event coming up in Los Angeles. I will personally be there with you um, hosting this workshop and presenting to you stories and information that you're not going to get any other way. Only 49 tickets total will be sold for that. I don't know how many are left. Look at that uh, and just start clicking around. Look at everything. Uh, Go to the Curiosity Shop where you'll find all these unique specialized things that I have. Um, And beyond that, I want you to, to, to realize what's very important here. If you find this as profound as you should, I expect you to forward this podcast to everybody that you know will be interested and everybody who's smart enough to care about this and understand the magnitude of it. Just forward it to everybody. It's free. This this podcast is called Joshua P. Warren Daily. It's always short. It's always free. It's completely independent. There are no commercials or anything like that. I don't have a boss. I don't have a program director. This is just me recording this for you. So I hope that when you go to the website, joshuapwarren.com, you'll subscribe to the free e-newsletter and you'll click the link to Joshua P. Warren Daily. You can subscribe to the podcast in various ways or just follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren, at Joshua P. Warren, and I'll tweet when a new one is available. And let me just tell you, uh, the, the, the news that's coming right now is coming so fast. It's flying so quickly at us that you, I just have to recap here. All right, so A tip, the Advanced Aviation Threat Identification Program, the Pentagon admitting they were studying all this stuff after years, that was in December, right? I go out here as it happens in June and find this weird time anomaly in Las Vegas, right outside of the city where they said all this testing is being done. The very night I got that anomaly, which I believe was June 18th, President Trump announced the formation of the Space Force. Now, uh, let's see, that same month, June, NASA said, well, we have discovered these complex organic molecules on Mars, and this is a big deal. It means there's a very good chance of life. And then, two days ago, NASA has another report saying, whoa, there's a lake on Mars. Do you see where all this is heading? Because now we have today these documents coming out. Boom, 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 boom. This is not a coincidence. This is not a coincidence. There is a form of disclosure underway, my friends. And the information is coming in fast and furious to people like myself. So please, please subscribe to my free e-newsletter. Subscribe to this podcast. Visit joshuapwarren.com as frequently as possible. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Facebook. You know, I put all this stuff out there for free, and I help you get it digested down into, like, the nutshell and help you understand what's important about this stuff because you're a busy person. You don't have time to keep up with all this stuff, and so I keep up with it for you and try to go through it and point out what it all means. And so if this is as important to you as it should be, please keep up with with what I'm doing here and forward it to other people. Um, This is history. 
in the making. You're living through this amazing period of time. What's going to happen next? Where are we going to be at the end of this year? I don't know. It's it's just it's an exciting time to be alive. So again, please keep up with me through joshuapwarren.com. Again, this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for being an intelligent person who stays curious. And I will talk to you again soon.